Good morning, boys and girls. Today I want to talk to you about another of the Mr. Men. His name is Mr. Small. Now, Mr. Small was actually as small as a pin, and he lived in a very, very small house at the bottom of Mr. Robison's garden underneath a daisy. And one morning he woke up and he thought to himself, I would like to get a job. And the idea was in his mind again at lunchtime. And as he was sitting eating his lunch, he had half a pea, he had a crumb of tasty bread, and he also had a drop of lemonade. He decided, I'm going to go and see Mr. Robison. So he walked up the path. It was a very long path. When he got halfway up there, he had to stop and rest upon a pedal. Along came a worm and said, Oh, hello, Mr. Small. He replied back to the worm when the worm asked him, what are you doing? And he said, I'm going to see Mr. Robison for a job. And the worm said, oh, that sounds interesting. And off he went. Well, Mr. Small eventually made it to Mr. Robison's door. And of course, he couldn't knock the door very loudly. And Mr. Robison didn't hear him. And he decided he would climb up the wall to try and ring the bell. And he got up four bricks and then he fell down and he hurt his head. And immediately at that time, the postman came. And he shouted to the postman, Hello, Mr. Postman. And of course, the postman didn't hear him at the start, so he had to shout louder, Hello, Mr. Postman. And eventually he looked down, he saw Mr. Small standing at the door, and Mr. Small said, Would you please ring the bell for me? Well, that's what the postman did. And then eventually, of course, Whenever the bell was rung, Mr. Robinson answered the door and he couldn't see anybody. He was about to close it when he heard a little voice. Hello, Mr. Robinson. Hello, Mr. Robinson. And he looked down and there was Mr. Small. And he said, Mr. Small, what are you doing at my doorstep today? And Mr. Small replied, I've come to ask for your advice. My advice? Oh, you better come in. So eventually, Mr. Small was sitting in Mr. Robinson's favorite armchair beside him on the couch, and Mr. Robinson was drinking tea. So, so, how can I help you today, Mr. Robinson asked Mr. Small. Mr. Small said, I would like to get a job, but I don't know what job I could do. What do you think I would be good at? I, I'm too small for anything. Mr. Robinson thought, I know. We will try to get you a job in a restaurant. So they gave him a job in a restaurant, filling the mustard pots, but Mr. Small kept falling in, so he had to quit. And then he got another job, and the job was in a match factory where they made matches. And of course, he got stuck inside the boxes along with the matches, and everybody laughed, so he had to quit that job. Then he got a job in a sweet shop, and of course, he kept falling into the jars of sweets, and the, the shopkeeper said, look, it's, it's no good, I, I can't employ you. So he went back again to Mr. Robinson and said, look, it's, it's no good, I'm, I'm too small, I'm useless at doing anything. And Mr. Robinson thought for a moment, no, there's one more job that I think you could do. Come with me. And he introduced him to a children's writer. And the children's writer gave Mr. Small a job of holding his pencil and handing him the pencil when he required it. And the children's writer said to Mr. Small, tell me about yourself. So Mr. Small told him all that he'd been doing that day. And would you believe it? That children's writer wrote a book about Mr. Small. And that's what you're hearing this morning as it was told by Roger Hardgraves. Now, I was thinking about Mr. Small. And remember, he was as small as a pin, boys and girls. And did you know that there's 97 references in the Bible to the word small? And of course, we could add the synonyms, which is little 
into that uh, again, and that would multiply the uh, references many, many times. King David said, I am small and despised, yet I do not forget thy precepts. And you'll find that text of Scripture in Psalm 119 and verse 141. I am small and despised. Think of this this morning. And here's the thought that I want to leave with you from a, a Bible point of view. God saves small people. Did you ever hear the story of the time that the Lord Jesus came into Jericho? Now, Jericho was one of the oldest cities in the Bible. And there was a man in Jericho, and the Bible says he was little of stature. That means he was small, like Mr. Small. And the Bible tells us he was rich. The Bible also tells us he was chief among the publicans. That means he was a tax collector. He was probably the man in charge of the rest of the tax collectors in Jericho. And the Bible tells us his name was Zacchaeus. Now, on the day that the Lord Jesus came into Jericho, Zacchaeus climbed a sycamore tree because he wanted to see the Lord Jesus. And you think of the hundreds of people and the Lord Jesus is in the middle and they're walking down the street and here's little Zacchaeus and he's up this tree to see Jesus and all of a sudden Jesus stops at the tree. And you know what he says, boys and girls? He shouts up, Zacchaeus, come down. And Zacchaeus immediately, the Bible says, made haste and come down. And the Bible also tells us he received the Lord Jesus gladly as his Lord and his Savior. And that day, the Lord Jesus went in to have tea with Zacchaeus in his house and said, today, salvation has come, not only to Zacchaeus, but into Jericho itself. You see, God saves boys and girls. He saves small people as well as big people. And if you're a boy and girl and listening to me this morning, then the Lord Jesus wants to save you and can save you. And we could replicate many testimonies of boys and girls who could be saved. But could I tell you something else? God also uses small people. Maybe you're thinking, well, I'm very small. I'm the smallest one in my family. Maybe you're thinking, well, I'm the smallest one among my classmates, and I get picked upon, and maybe they laugh at you, and maybe they think you've got a pea brain, and you're not very big physically, and they think you're, you're not very bright mentally either. But you remember this this morning. God uses small people. In Second Kings chapter 5, we read about a man who was the captain of the Syrian army by the name of Naaman. And Naaman, the Bible tells us, was a great man, but he was a leper. And there was a little maid in his house who was from the land of Israel. And she told her mistress, would that my Lord were with the prophet that is in Israel, for he would heal him of his leprosy. And she talked about God and she witnessed for the glory and honor of God. Naaman eventually went to Elisha's house. And do you know the story? How he was dipped seven times in the river Jordan. And in the seventh time, he came up out of the water and he was gloriously healed from his disease of leprosy. And that, of course, is a wonderful miracle. How did it all start? God used a little maid, used her witness and her testimony, used her speaking up for the glory and honor of God. And God can do the same for you. Do you know the Bible tells us a little child shall lead them? And you as a child, you could witness to your family, mommy and daddy, brothers and sisters, about loving and living for the Lord Jesus. Let me tell you another little thought. In the New Testament, 
the Lord Jesus was preaching to a great crowd. And there was 5,000 men there besides women and children. And they were hungry. And the disciples said, send them away. We need to get food for them. They're really hungry. And, and Philip came to the Lord Jesus and said to the Lord Jesus, there's a lad here. And he had five barley loaves. And the Bible also tells us in the Gospel of Mark that he had two small fishes. And the Lord Jesus took the five barley loaves and the two small fishes and he blessed them and he broke them and the whole 5,000 people were fed. And of course, they gathered up the fragments that remained. 12 baskets full. Was not a wonderful miracle. And you know, boys and girls, I have stood there on that very mountain where that wonderful miracle happened many, many times when I visited the land of Israel. And I thought of how the Lord Jesus fed the 5,000. And how did he do it? He took a little lad's lunch, just a small boy, five barley loaves and two fishes, and from that fed about maybe 15,000 if we take a man and a woman and one child. It's not a wonderful miracle. See, God uses small people. Can I tell you something else this morning as we finish? Not only does God save small people and God uses small people, but glory to God, he blesses small people. Many, many years ago, I learned a little chorus, and it was this, little as much when God is in it, even more than wealth or fame. There's a crown, and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. And of course, God not only saves small people and uses small people, but he blesses them, and they bring honor and glory to God. The Bible tells us there shall no flesh glory in his presence. Not many mighty or noble or rich or powerful or famous are, are called to personal faith in Christ. But that which is despised, that which is little, that which is small, God blesses and is pleased to use. Didn't he use little David as a young boy to slay a giant that was nine and a half foot tall? Because David had faith in God. And I would encourage you, boys and girls, this morning, as you're listening, as you think of Mr. Small, who was as small as a pin, lived in a little house underneath a daisy, and thought, what job can I do? Giving a pencil to a book writer. You know, God can save you, God can use you, and God can richly bless you in your family circle, in your circumstance. And what you have to do is present yourself to the Lord here am I, Lord, save me, Lord, use me. Lord, if it pleases you in grace, bless me in my circumstances, despite your feeling that you're um, not very bright or not very strong or not very big. It doesn't matter if you present yourself to the Lord like Isaiah the prophet, here am I, Lord, then the Lord can do wonderful things with your life. The key thing is, you presenting yourself to him on the basis of grace. And I would urge all boys and girls this morning to, to give their life to Jesus Christ and allow him to be the king of your life and allow him to bless you and do you good. Thank you for listening.